If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, it's uh, Rami here, aka Gingyptian on Twitter. And this is the Peaceful Moment cast. There we go. Okay. Afternoon. Good evening, Rami. How are you feeling, sir? I'm feeling okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be better. I could be way worse. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm chilling right now. Such is life. Yes. Say la vie. Yes. So last time I saw you, we were at Best Buy, and you were returning your um, your PS4 DualShock controller for another one. I think you threw it against the wall. Something like that. You threw it against the wall. It was something like in that vicinity of like. Yes. So since actually the last time I saw you is be- right before I quit Best Buy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before I left the store. Mm. So since then, how's life been? If you want to get over Sherry, you know what I'm saying? You can so, over Sherry on the mic if you want to. Yeah, of course. Um, So life has been a roller coaster. Um, mm-hmm. That's the so 2019 you said, right? Mm-hmm. So 2019 was a big year for me. I um, had a lot of experiences go on in 2019 that, Mm -hmm. you know, I would like to forget, but now they're part of me. And um, (laughs) they're in um, your character, your character chart. Yeah, exactly. They they built me to what I am right now. Mm -hmm. You know, there's stepping stones in 2019 and milestones. I had a lot of achievements. I had a lot of bad days. Was it 2019 when you got your license? 2019 was when I got my private pilot's license. Oh, yeah. shit. Yes. I remember the day because you came in. You showed me your license. Yes. That was really fucking cool. Yeah, so it was um, a great time getting that. Mm-hmm. I felt super happy. My family was ecstatic. Friends and family were congratulating me. Um, I remember I went to a congratul- congratulatory uh, dinner with... Mm-hmm. My family and my flight instructor that trained me That's dope. to be proficient enough to get my license. Pass all the tests, pass all the exams. And yeah, it was a great night. I got nice some some nice ass gifts. I got an Apple Watch, I got a GoPro, mm-hmm. I got money, mm-hmm. I got clothes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was balling mm-hmm. that day. I felt pretty good. You know, I had a great dinner too. Um that's that's a good part of 2019 right there. Um, another good part is my weight loss journey. Mm. So 
I was a <laughs> big boy in high school. You were a big boy. And I did get even bigger after high school because I, I went through some shit. Like um, we all do. Yeah. Because I was bigger than a bitch, too. <laughs> I was bigger than a bitch. Yeah. We, I mean, it's life. Shit happens. Um, so basically, before this weight loss journey happened, I kind of was dealing with a person, you know? Mm-hmm. They were my interest, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually, we were kicking in, cool, everything was going well. We had a falling out, um, and I was fucked up over it. I was very... Oh, it was a situation ship. It was a situation ship. Damn. It was a situ- I mean, I wouldn't even call it a situation ship. I've just got done dirty, right? And then um, I was like, all right, let me use this sadness, this hate, this fucking anger that I have to better myself, mm-hmm. right? To evolve. Yes, to become a better person, to use it as motivation and fuel. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I started working out religiously. I, I had really great friends, close friends. I called them my brothers. Um, helped me out in the gym. I'd go running like five times a week outdoors and um, eat right stay on top of my shit um so it was going well for a while and then another person came into my life and i was like all right how long after was it like three months it's always like three like three three to six months yeah yeah it's it's a, they all they because <laughs> they come they, they be planning that shit i promise yeah i don't I know life, life has some magical ways of just it's putting people three in your six life. months yeah so another person came into my life and i was like all right they're kind of cool, right? Oh, and, I'm, bitch. and I'm fucking with them, right? And I'm fucking with them hard, right? And I kind of just like... We started off as friends. As great friends, you know. That's that's the kicker right there. Mm-hmm. You know, starting off as great friends... Familiarity. Is, yeah. Is, is honestly a great feeling because then you're comfortable with each other and, you know, it just feels good to be around each other instead of just being anxious and nervous type of shit. Okay, I basically... When I met this person, I was like, okay, wow. This person is a nice-ass person, great-ass person. They're treating me well. You're not deme- demonic. Huh? You're not demonic. I'm not demonic. No, I mean like a uh, person. Uh, they're not demonic. You're not demonic. <laughs> well, we'll get to that, you know. <laughs> that's how it starts. Yeah, so that's how it starts, you know. Um, and I was like, all right, this person makes me feel like I want to become even better. So I take the... The weight loss journey and healthy lifestyle even more serious because this person was an attractive person a very attractive person and i was like at the time i didn't view myself as attractive at all i felt mm-hmm. like a piece of shit looked like a piece of shit um my self-esteem was pretty low mm-hmm. confidence pretty low and i was like shit i do want to get with this person let me work on myself and better myself so if anyone you know, in the future sees us together, they're not going to be like, oh, wow, her, her fucking, her significant other is fucking ugly and hideous as fuck. Mm. How the fuck, you know, how did they end up together type of shit, right? I don't want to make her embarrassed of how I look like, right? Mm. So I took that shit even more serious. And in the span of like eight, nine months, 
I lost 80 pounds. Ooh. So, yeah, it was really, really fucking good. I felt the best I felt in years. I looked the best I've, I looked the looked I <laughs> I looked the best I've looked in years. Um So yeah, it was a good time going on. Yeah. 2019. This is going into 2020 at the end of like at the start of 2022, so. Mm-hmm. You know? Um And I was al- also in college at the time. So mm-hmm. I was doing college and this health shit doing the flight school i was a very busy person i tried to make personal time for like i like my hobby is like gaming i like gaming and i like going out with my friends so i tried making time for all that so i was kind of busy and um you know shit was going well for the first time in my life you know not not really the first time but it was like the first time in a while and then 2020 happened mm-hmm. shit kind of went downhill mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. long story short <laughs> <laughs> long story short i'm fucked up right now i'm going through it life's been pretty shitty and mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to you know get my let's faith change, back in life let's change that verbiage right let's say let's not say like life is shitty let's say I'm going through some character development. I'm going through some character <laughs> development. I'm in, I'm in a situation right now. I'm, I, in, I'm experiencing situations right I'm now. I'm in the climax of the chapter. Yes. And um, it's a very interesting chapter. So, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. But my good friend Rami is here to speak about his plans for... How do you pronounce it? Ramadan. You speak Arabic? Yes. Do you really? I do. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, a lot of people look at me and don't expect me to be Egyptian mm-hmm. or speak Arabic. And they don't expect my name to be Rami. So That's a very, very Egyptian name. Yeah. That's like, if there's a list of Egyptian names, number one would probably be Rami. There are a lot of Ramis in Egypt, too. A lot. So it's And there's like a lot of like famous Ramis. Mm-hmm. So every time I see a famous Rami on TV, I'm just like, hey, that could be me. That could be me. <laughs> that could be me. Yeah. Yes, sir. You've seen the show, Rami? You, have you seen the show Rami? Uh, I've seen a couple episodes, and it was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And when that show first dropped, a bunch of friends and my sister messaged me, "Yo, I didn't know you got a fucking show, show. <laughs> on Hulu." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then I then I go to check it, and it's about an Egyptian boy or Egyptian man named Rami. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Who's a shit. who's a um who's addicted to pornography? Yeah, he's trying to get his life together. Yeah." Um, a fucking crazy story i love i like that's why i'm so interested in like cultures now mm-hmm. because the show talks about um islam mm-hmm. then he talks about um his because i think that his dad was um his dad was pakistani mm-hmm. and his mom was egyptian mm-hmm. no i think it was the other way around the mom was pakistani and the dad was egyptian okay yeah because the granddad had died in the show so the granddad was from egypt okay okay yeah but, that's pretty um, cool you just learned about so much stuff in that show. And so, like, watching that show, it just made, like, open my eyes to a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And so, I watched the show, like, last year, like, during quarantine. Mm-hmm. I would get, like, super drunk. Super drunk. I would drink a whole bottle of Shutter, Shutter Home, Shutter House, uh-huh. Shutter Home, drink a whole bottle, and watch Rami. And that was my whole quarantine. Shit. So. That was pretty entertaining. 
if you could for us, for the people who don't exactly know what Ramadan is, yeah, could you give us a little feel? So break it down easily, um, super short and simple. Ramadan is a month of fasting, mm-hmm. and we basically fasting is not eating or drinking, and we fast from sunrise to sunset. Mm-hmm. And Ramadan is a holy month for us because when we do this, it kind of like washes away our sins that we've done in the past year or, you know. Your atonement. Yes. So this is like kind of like a palate cleanser where, you know, your sins will get forgiven. You can start a new, you know. Mm -hmm. It sounds good. feels good to do. So, yeah. And Ramadan also teaches us like a small lesson like the less fortunate in life where they can't drink or eat water Mm -hmm. um africa for prime example or homeless people we get a taste of what their life is because after this month or you know after we fast from sunrise to sunset we get to eat and drink and do whatever exactly and the less fortunate in africa or homeless people they they do that shit all the time Mm -hmm. like they have to ration like little the little that they do have. Exactly. So they can't just turn off, like they can't just turn off a switch or turn on a switch, and get food on a plate, and drink water, mm-hmm. you know. So it teaches us about life as well. Mm-hmm. I got you. So it's if I can give it like a little, because it's a huge holiday, like the whole month is like a it's a huge thing. So. Mm-hmm. It teaches humility. It teaches. Where's he going? Humility. We got discipline. We got discipline. Humility. Mm-hmm. We have um, willpower. Willpower. Mm-hmm. Atonement. Mm-hmm. And we got um, just learning about your religion all over again. Every mm-hmm. like rekindling. Yeah. Um, all over again. So there's a lot of. Sh- let me not say shit. There's a lot yeah. of things on the line with like yeah. your Ramadan. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful month too. It's like <clears throat> a month of happiness too, and celebration and rejoice. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the month too, there's something called Aid. And so when I was younger, during Aid, the parents would give presents or money to the children, mm-hmm. like I was. I, I I would get presents and money. But um, Aid just marks the end of the fasting end of the month. Um, so there's two Aids. There's like mm. one I consider the small one, and that's right when the fasting is done, when the month ends, mm-hmm. and the quote big one, and that's later on, and that's when like the big celebrations happen where they gotta um kill yeah, I know what you're about. kill a go cow um, in the most merciful way where they just slit the neck make it you know die instantly and also at the end of ramadan you're supposed to give donations to charity to the less fortunate Mm -hmm. and it's just a sign of goodwill as well it brings i guess i don't want to say karma but it's just good intentions and you'll get rewarded for it in god's eyes Mm -hmm. so that's really beautiful yeah because i've seen what you're talking about um 
when they I haven't seen the goats. I ain't never seen that before. They, but I did they see the it, camels. Yeah. yeah, they do they it. sacrifice the camels. They do it with a ton of animals. Cows, camels, goats. Um, it's just whatever part of the world you're in. If that's what they like, that's what they like. So how do you prep for Ramadan? Like Prepping for Ramadan. Or do you just go in like, just going <laughs> guns blazing like, when, tomorrow morning we ain't eat nothing, y'all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So you could do one of the two. You could prep for it or go in guns blazing. Mm-hmm. I personally go in guns blazing because <laughs> you know? i'm like this is if, if i'm prepping for it i have to like slowly ease, ease myself into not eating for the day not drinking water for the day and i'm mm-hmm. just like i like doing those i don't want to just stop it early on to get used to the fact of me not doing that so usually before ramadan i kind of like gorge out and eat what i want mm-hmm. and like do whatever you indulge yeah you overindulge. I, yeah i overindulge just to prepare myself for like this um this restriction that i'm about to get put on sounds very human yes <laughs> sounds very human um my family though mm-hmm. they kind of prep and i'm just like you do you i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna enjoy my days that i can eat and drink throughout the day um and then when it hits this is the thing about ramen the first couple days and the, and the last couple of days are always the hardest because the first ones, you're just getting into it. You're getting used to it. Your body is, you know, adapting again. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last couple of days, you're just... Wait, man, I can just... Yeah, you, I can eat, like, full cookie right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the thoughts going on in your head, like, hey, one cookie won't hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you already made it through the 28 yeah. days. Like, what the hell is two Yeah, days? you're very eager for it to end. Mm-hmm. And then you just crave more at the end of the month. So, by the way, throughout the day, if you even eat one cookie, mm-hmm. drink one sip of water, the day is practically ruined. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say ruined, but like it's, it's you broke fast. So you can keep going if you want. In God's eyes, He'll appreciate that. I believe. Um, but a failure is a failure. A failure is a failure. But the the good thing about it is you can make up days in Ramadan. After it ends, you can continue fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that could make up for the days that you missed. Maybe because so this is the thing about Ramadan as well. Um, if you're on medication that you need to eat and drink, mm-hmm. you don't you're not required to fast. If a woman has her period, mm-hmm. she's not required to fast either. Um, there, there's very like a lot of exceptions, and mm-hmm. they're valid exceptions. Yeah, breastfeeding women, exactly. I saw like, that one too. New, uh, new, new mothers, they're not required to fast because it's, it's life. Alive. You know, a, a lot of stuff goes on in life, and you know, Allah, our, you know, God. And that's just mm-hmm. the Ar- Arabic word for in God. We know that. Don't yeah. y'all know what Allah means? We know what Allah. A lot of people don't. Down with Allah. Yeah, a lot of people are surprised because they think Allah is just a different God. It's just. The Arabic name for God. Mm-hmm. Um, Allah knows what's going on in life. He knows. I would. I don't want to say he. You know the being. I don't know what be going <laughs> yeah, on yeah, down yeah, here. Like, yeah. My homies sit high and look low. Exactly. So. You know Ramadan is very beautiful, month, mm-hmm. and I love it. And I'm like, so from only experience I have with Ramadan, you know what I'm saying is like. The show Rami, <laughs> which yeah. is like, I I guess it's pretty accurate. Uh-huh. Nobody said it was wrong. I I seen the Twitter comments. Nobody was like, yeah, you know how they are. Yeah, the Twitter comments. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
I've seen like how strict the uh, the, the characters on the show are. Mm-hmm. Like I inside of the restaurant, everybody was just sitting there. Everybody was looking at the watch. Everybody was looking at the sun. People were stepping outside and like they were waiting for whomever mm-hmm. to run back into the restaurant. And be like, all right, yeah, y'all, we can eat now. What would he be called? So a person who eats before no, like that watches the sun. Um. So the person who watches the sun, I I don't remember the specific term for it, mm-hmm. but for us to be able to eat, we wait for a prayer, and the prayer is um said by the imam, which is you know our priest, mm-hmm. you know of the mosque and um you wait for that prayer and then once that prayer ends then you're allowed to eat and it's always good well for my family we do this we wait a couple extra minutes even though those extra minutes you feel like i really want to (laughs) eat we always just wait a couple extra minutes just to make sure that we're right on time with the rest of the world Mm -hmm. because you know maybe there's a glitch in the computer or a glitch in the watch you know Mm -hmm. stuff happens so and those extra minutes are actually seen as really good in all those eyes. So like he appreciates that a lot too. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. Cause I've seen like I've seen um, the apps. Mm-hmm. Yes, the prayer I've, apps. Yeah. yeah, the prayer apps and um, even the um, the sundown apps. Mm-hmm. Like it'll like it'll show you like all the different times in the world. Mm. That's pretty lit. Like people are actually like going extra step and say like you know what I'm gonna follow the exact tradition to the T. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm a you know, I'm a C word. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. am a follower of like of Christ. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, <laughs> my religion is all about uh, deviance. Like, mm-hmm. man, you gotta, you gotta do all that. Like, as long as you do it, that's good enough. Yeah. So, like, a lot of our stuff is like that. But it's it's kind of refreshing to see that people are like going the extra mile to just to see if they can just mm-hmm. hold off with like for the rest of the world. Yeah, of course. You feel me? Yeah, that's beautiful. So, like, for us in America, like, um, we say Merry Christmas and stuff. Mm-hmm. What sayings do y'all have for Ramadan? So, Happy Ramadan, um, Ramadan Karim. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, that's the big one that everyone really uses. Um, and there's another one I forgot. I, for, <laughs> I haven't heard it in a while. That's the that's thing. But there's a couple. Um, but I think... The best one is either Ramadan Kareem or Happy Ramadan mm. because they're the safest. Exactly. Yeah. You know, happy Ramadan to your friend, neighbor, and Ramadan Kareem on social media. Because, you know. <laughs> like, some, some, some people go on social media and, like, take super offense if you're not, like, using the correct saying, you know? Like, they're like, oh, fake believer. Oh, oh my goodness. You're fake. So do you have like a um, a story about like a really good Ramadan? I do have a story about a interesting Ramadan. So this was two years ago. Um, this is when I was finishing up private pilot's license, mm-hmm. and um, I was going on something called a cross country, which sounds like you go across the country, but you don't really go across the country. It just means a very long flight. Mm-hmm. Um, this was during Ramadan. And I was fasting during the day. So this also ties into one of my near-death experiences. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, we took off from my airport. We planned on going to Immokalee, Florida, 
and then Naples, Florida, and then from Naples back to um, North Perry. Immokalee? Where's that? So Immokalee is kind of western mid-ish of Florida. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty nasty, weird town. I'm not going to lie. I did not like being there. Everyone stared at me, looked weird. The, the vibe was just really Was bad. it Huckabucky? Yeah. Um. Apparently, I told a person about this city, and they're like, that's inbred city. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, mm. well, shit, that's interesting. It sounds kind of inbreedy. Yeah. Immokalee? Immokalee. <laughs> Immokalee, Florida. So, on my way to Immokalee, it was going well. And then when I near the airport of Immokalee, I notice that in the vicinity, there are some birds. And these aren't normal birds. These are big-ass vultures. Oh, wow. And this was at, like, 5, 4 p.m., right? Um, in, in the summer heat, right? Oh, so they were, they were up there. Yeah. They yeah. were doing a little circle thing? Mm-hmm. And so... The plane's already hot. I'm hot, sweaty as fuck. I'm still fasting and can't drink or eat, right? And my instructor's with me, and we're just trying to get to land so, you know, we could just take a break, you know, get ready for the next departure. Um, turning into land, I'm on final, and final is, like, the final part of landing when you mm-hmm. on when you have the runway in sight, and you, you know, you just straight on descend. So turning into final... A big ass vulture hits my wing, oh, no. and then and me, what are you flying? I'm flying like a a, Cessna? a Piper Archer. Mm-hmm. It's a low wing aircraft, kind of like a Cessna, but not really a Cessna. It's mm-hmm. like they're like cousins. One's high wing, one's low wing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this big ass vulture hit my my right wing, and me and my instructor look at each other like what the fuck just happened what was that could you hear it (laughs) yeah it was a big thump and then my instructor told me he saw the bird kind of just like fall apart and split in half after getting hit and Mm -hmm. i was like that sucks and then we were like all right we need to land now get down on the ground as safely as possible because when that is called a bird strike and when that happens it's very very dangerous a lot of bird strikes are fatal Mm mm-hmm um, because they crash into the cockpit. If it crashed into the cockpit, I would have died. One of us would have died or gotten really in- badly injured. Because um, we're flying at like 100 knots, which is basically around like 90 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. And when a bird like goes through your windshield, that, you know. That bird speed, is going through the windshield. Yeah. Shards of like glass. The bird can puncture you, the beak, you know shit can just go really really bad and that can make you like either crash or you could just get impaled (laughs) there you know i got birded (laughs) yeah i got birded so luckily that didn't happen we land and then we get out and inspect the the aircraft there's blood on the wing and then it's a huge ass dent so now we're like shit this doesn't look like we can fly back to Mm -hmm. where we're supposed to go because you know, we called it in, and they're like, inspect the aircraft, does it look flyable? And it was pretty windy that day, so if we take it up, and the wind, it gets stronger, it could 
push the dent even further into the wing because mm-hmm. the wings aren't like metal it's aluminum it's mm-hmm. supposed to be light so you can fly with it exactly so it already had a big ass dent and if like the pressure of the wind pushed in that dent we would have probably had like a hole in our wing and we would have you know sank while flying so we decided not to fly then we were we we called dispatch and we're like can you guys pick us up and they're like yeah but the only thing is we don't have any planes available right now so you guys are gonna have to wait hours Hmm. i was like so how would they get that plane back the plane that you got there on so they fix it at the airport Mm-hmm. They bring someone to fix it later on, like, I don't know, a couple days later on, and then they fix it at the airport, and then they fly back. Oh, that makes sense. But the way I got out of Immokalee, um, I had to stay there for, like, four or five hours in the heat because the airport we landed at had, like, a facility, but it closed, like, 30 minutes after we landed. Damn. So we were just out in the heat, you know, suffering. And I was fasting during all this, so really hot, out in the middle of nowhere, can't drink, can't eat, and... We're stranded, basically. Uh, my instructor wanted to go get tacos, and he's like, you want to come with me? And I'm like, sure. And then we get a ta- uh, taxi to go get some tacos, and the taxi pulls up. It's a minivan taxi. Mm. We go get some tacos, and I'm like, all these people look really, really weird. Like, I'm getting really weird vibes off this. We enter the taco shop. Everybody stares at us, and then we sit down, and I have to... <laughs> literally watch everybody else eat and drink while i'm fasting you know and i'm just kind of like internally dying (laughs) so that day i struggled a lot with my willpower and god tested my willpower and luckily i thankfully came out on top and kept it going kept it strong um they a plane from our flight school came to pick us up around eight o'clock and i got home around 10 o'clock and we took off at like two o'clock so I spent eight hours outside in the heat. Hungry know, as hell, thirsty as hell. Hungry as hell, thirsty as hell, fasting with uncir- uh, unusual circumstances, you know, unfortunate too. And so I flew back both my, one of the head flight instructors and my flight instructor in a small ass plane. And it was a story. It's a story to say, like, honestly, could have died that day. I, my willpower was tested, and it was kind of a crazy story. So, it really is mm. crazy Ramadan story. Damn. Yeah. Uh, damn. I don't know what to say after that. Which, well, damn. Um. Damn. So, with this Ramadan, what do you? What's on your list? So I plan on um, watching what I eat because I'm still trying to lose weight. And Ramadan is actually a good way to start new habits because they scientists and like scholars and all this, mm-hmm. all those like cool people, you know, that make studies say it takes about 30 days a month to start a new habit, mm-hmm. to follow that habit. And Ramadan is a great way to introduce you into a new habit. So it's the holiest one. Yeah. And you can eat healthy with this new month. You can exercise after you eat with this new month. And you can just, you know, start something new that you've always wanted to. So I'm going to try to start a new habit of exercising after I eat. And hopefully I'll keep that going after the month ends. 
Yeah, because I've been very inconsistent with that. Is there anything like that you would be, be specifically praying for in Ramadan? Um, good health, um, fortune, financial stability. I hope my friends and family and loved ones and uh, all, you know, get good stuff coming to them in life. Mm-hmm. Do we have any advice? I, so don't fuck this up. This is your, you know, like the little Instagram post yeah. I do. Yeah. This is your moment. Yeah. Don't fuck this up. Okay. Do you have any advice for anybody out there who's who's kind of confused about what they're gonna do for Ramadan? My advice to people out there for Ramadan is find anything you like during that month and work on it. It could be small, big, it doesn't matter. As long as you're making progress during the month and doing what you're supposed to, it'll be a good month. And I think you'll come out happy on top. That's good. How, how would you say peace and blessings in Arabic? Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm not too sure. My head's going blank right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun, like so, like that. 